fragmented from time and reality. A party of adventurers eternally wander the remnants of a broken realm, aided by an extra-dimensional being known only as the Entity. They are tasked with delving through various worlds, taking on peculiar roles and quests, all to find the heart of France, the only artifact capable of returning them home. These are the tales from the Nexus. Hello, we are back here for, uh, it's been a long time, The Nexus. It hasn't been that long, we're fine. Yeah, uh, I'm joined by the crew, it is Joel, he won't say anything, uh, Kratzmeyer, Yo. Jesse, I don't want to say anything, the now, uh, Evan in Yo. The Nexus, and we are greeted with our special guest, Luke, a, uh, friend from back in the day, an artist in Chicago, teacher. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're a teacher, oh, yeah. Luke? I am. Oh. High school. Oh, nice. Me too. Oh, uh, TJ was saying it. I, I'm high school art. Okay, cool. I'm high school English. Oh, yeah. Poor souls. It's fine. <laughs> Luke just had his art on giant screens inside Nordstrom's downtown uh, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, Bloomingdale's Mall, 900 North. It's very Sick, cool. Man. Three cool giant though. screens or four, I forget. Ten. Uh, yeah, ten, <laughs> yeah, ten way off. Ten massive LED screens in this mall. It's still on display for now. I think it's up through uh, for next two weeks. Very yeah, cool. so sick. Um, they're like each of them is twenty foot by twenty foot. It's crazy. Uh, but we are here for next. Also, uh, this episode is sponsored by Steamforge Games and Epic Encounters. So we will be using some of their uh, boxed things that they gave us. I used it to create this adventure. And I don't know if I should say which ones I use right now. No. Okay. We can do it at the end. We'll give them a couple plugs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. They've really been holding on to the secrecy of this. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, it's not really. <laughs> I mean, I can say it now. No, no, it's fine. Okay. Uh, but we should say that we got DJ, DJ, DJ TM, uh, DMTJ with us tonight. Um, and he's, he says he's nervous because he has a DM. It's been a while since I've DM'd, uh, especially at Nexus. But. Um, and I'm going to co-DM just so we're clear on that. Uh, Elliot's not with us tonight. He is uh, partying. No, he's making money. Um, but yeah, we're going to start with the Nexus crew. So I don't know what else you want to say about it, TJ. Uh, let's do this thing. Wow. Yes. That was rough. Clinkies? Not yet. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> 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 question. Uh, but I'm so innocent. Uh, we open up uh, to a party in the Nexus. Somehow decorations have been pulled together, and it's one year alive and looking for the heart. Uh, all sorts of trophies are out that J.J. Peppers has collected on his adventures. Uh, Arthur Crackwell is sitting there, and he's like, well, I've only died once on an adventure, but one year of looking and one year alive. And uh, sort of sitting around, he pulls up a, a glass. He goes, uh, if everyone could just give us a toast, uh, perhaps we'll find the heart soon enough and we'll be out of here in no time. Uh, uh, cheers, boys. Cheers, cheers, yeah. Everyone at the Nexus table cheerses, except there's one uh, lonely goblin who's new to the Nexus, got somehow pulled in, who's not sitting at the table, but sitting off to the side in a chair, kind of reaching forward. Uh, welcome to the Nexus, Crumb. Uh, uh, hello. 
I, where am I? Um, just because the other people haven't really met Crum, Evan, do you want to describe what he kind of looks like and his whole spiel? Sure, absolutely. Uh, you see a kind of C-shaped, hunched over goblin with kind of a droopy, wrinkly skin and a lot of uh, wrinkly sp- skin, especially on the neck and the neck folds. Nasty. And a like kind Fat of, Bastard from uh, a bit, uh, the almost, Austin Powers Almost movies. like someone who lost a lot of weight. And like skin, Fat Bastard like from the skin. Austin Powers a, a bit, yeah, sure. It's been a, it's been a minute, but possibly. Um, and then also these big, uh, white, almost glowing eyes that uh, look kind of otherworldly. And then uh, basically just a ripped, a ripped uh, flashlights for eyes. A, a little bit, oh you, kind of like a golem in uh, uh-huh. in the not the Bashki the Hobbit. Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, yeah, the the animated uh, one. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the like, Hobbit. Little yeah. oh, Hobbit. Yeah, uh-huh. ranking bass. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then torn kind of black cloak, and then a single uh, staff that is a uh, femur bone with a, kind of a rune with some holes in it uh, attached to the top of it that he's leaning on. Well, big party is going on. Everyone's celebrating life, having a good time, and the clinkies are ringing out. Uh, Arthur gives uh, pulls Crumb over and goes, "Well, don't worry, uh, little one. Uh, I'm sure with your help we'll get out of here in no time. Do not worry." And pours you know a glass for everyone. Another sort of uh, clinkies goes on and the whole group sort of clinks them all together and notice that the clink sound sort of reverberates out. It starts to turn into a low drum. The clinking doesn't stop. Uh, All of a sudden, the fireplace that is raging, you notice the flames start to turn uh, a green color and uh, starts to rage. You see spectral hands start to sort of come out from the fireplace. You notice the cups, tables, sort of even trophies, you see little green sort of spectral hands just coming out. And as the same, at the same time as these hands come out, uh, you just hear, <laughs> Welcome mortals! And these hands are just coming everywhere. Green flames are starting to just take over this entire party. Your glasses, green hands just sort of come out and sort of everything you see is green. And just, it doesn't burn you, but these green hands are in flames, just engulf everything there. And, and the last thing you hear in the Nexus is Jolkrian, Isabella, and Arthur pulling away, being like, no, too scary, and running away from the flames as you three get sucked in. Yes, and then just this green flames rage everywhere, everything in sight, and then you hear, <laughs> Welcome to the land of the dead, the Black City. <laughs> <laughs> As the uh, laughing sort of rings out, just this long laugh, the flames start to dissipate. And you find yourself in a dimly lit room. There seems to be other people there, sort of consumed by flame, just the flame starts to die out. And uh, in this room, you see beings of all s- sort of different uh, like make and stature. There's bird people, tiny other goblins, huge, huge humans like Goliaths, other monsters and beasts you don't recognize. Uh, some look terrified, while others seem stoked to be here. And uh, like maybe even happy. And as you look around this sort of sickly black summoning chamber, uh, your footsteps start to echo on a cold metal floor. The room is dimly lit by flickering green candles, which are suspended from the ceiling on chains of tarnished silver. Everything is black. You look down at yourselves, and you all are wearing your normal clothes, but they are all black and uh, gunmetal. You look very edgelord and cool. 
Uh, the walls are adorned with banners of black silk, each decorated with a lime green symbol of a skull with empty eye sockets surrounded by fire. Uh, in the heart of the chamber, you see an ancient stone altar, uh, its surface etched with twisted eldritch runes that seem to pulse with dark energy. Atop it, a lifeless body lies sprawled, its fresh torn apart, crimson blood oozing from the wounds and pooling on the ground below. And as you look, the blood starts to bubble. And then with a sudden burst of green flames, you see a figure materialize before you, crouched on hands and knees. As the flames slowly dissipate, you see sort of a, uh, a large hat. The flame doesn't go out on the uh, what looks to be a feather on top of this hat. There's a billowing cloak in these green flames and what seems to be a metal arm and perhaps a metal leg. This is another person just appears right in front of the Nexus crew. Uh, I step out, taller human, about six foot, um, uh, enormous uh, black uh, sailing cap that has uh, its plume with a just a feather that is not just bright orange, but it's actually on fire. <laughs> and I'm a little inquisitive looking around, just trying to figure out exactly where I walked into. You all are sitting there in this weird room, just terrified people, an altar, and the dead body on top of it. Oh, Lord, this is a bit macabre, is it not? <laughs> you say that to me, I'm intently sweating, and I'm holding a hand of cards. Oh, finally, whoa, what the fuck is this? Yeah, Where the hell are we? It appears that it's happened again, and uh, this, you know, they they certainly leaned onto the aesthetic for this, uh, this particular adventure. Is this the goblin, Crumb, and... This is Crumb. Who the hell is this guy? I don't know. Yeah, again? What? Yes. What is this? Well, it's a... It's a mission, so to say. Um, and this... Oh, wow, that's quite a feather in your cap, sir. Yeah, you said we're on a mission? Yes, it's a mission. It's a mission. Who's tasking you with this mission? Well, it's very complicated, <laughs> but uh, Franz, ultimately. Franz. Um, yes, we, All need right. to, we need to find the heart. Got it. Yes. And uh, we typically gather friends in these certain situations, as you see these black gobs that we're both daubed in. So You don't normally wear all black? No, no, no. That's just this particular setting. Oh, so I'm wearing like a power armor made of like barrels and like shittily smashed together with like pieces of metal. Sick. Except now all your metal looks cool yeah, and jagged cool. and obsidian. Mm-hmm. But you, your bodies look exactly the same. Like, But this is a particularly dark setting for this. I mean, they really went into the skulls and the chains. and. I'm, I'm going to look down at my dress and it's the same as usual. I'm like, oh, so, so this is new for you. <laughs> yes, yes. I prefer bright colors, purples and blues and, and those tones. Right. What is JJ Pepper? What is Edgelord JJ Pepper's rocking? Um... It's very similar, but the cigarette holder that adorns the cigarette is much longer. Oh, yeah. And spike here. And um, <laughs> mul- multiple bl- more belts in that. The corset, Ooh, yeah. the doublet that he wears is more of a corset. Uh-huh. And What's the zipper count looking like? Pretty high? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very, very high. <laughs> That's good. Upper body three or four, lower body five or six. Yep. A really skinny guy sort of walks up. Like, what are we doing here? I don't think you're going to make it, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, I guess. <laughs> and just runs runs away and just running up people. Where are we? Where are we? You think we're going to be the bad guys in this one or the good ones? I don't know. You guys still told me about that. I wasn't there for that one. Um, just stare at your hands and lick my chops a little bit. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Mr. Uh, uh, 
Feather, Fire Feather. Le- Levi. Levi, JJ, this is JJ. JJ. Uh, this is my good friend, Boomba. Boomba, a uh, pleasure. And this other goblin. Ah, Crumb. Crumb. I'm as, is, I got the same look you have probably. I, I'm new to this. Uh, yeah. What, what, how are you so calm? What, what is with, so we, these go places? Yes, we have to find what the objective is when we have to finish the objective, and then usually we get sent back to the interdimensional mansion, which I was surprised to see you there. It was the first time a new fellow has been there in quite some time. I thought I was finally going home. No, no, it's got a long road. You won't see home for quite some time, if ever again. Unfortunately. In the center of the room on that dais, was Levi the person who came out of the sacrifice? Yeah, the blood started oh, okay. bubbling. All of a sudden, okay. Levi popped up. Other bodies, you notice, flame in. We're just it's in just... like a circular summoning chamber. Yes, and it's black, like glass and iron everywhere. As you start to look around, you notice like there might even be flesh stretched across, like cobwebs across things. And uh, I don't know if Levi thinks anything about this room that he is in, but uh, as you all are sitting there talking, getting to know each other, from almost nowhere just like the black of the shadows a figure approaches behind the altar tall gaunt its skin is stretched over the bones tight like a a drum the eyes glow with a pale sort of otherworldly green light he has long white hair bound in a crown of thorns Uh, the dress and robes of black and purple intricate gold embroidery uh, sort of snaking across the fabric and the edges are trimmed with an old smelly fur as they draw near you can feel the chill of the grave emanating from his body and you can sense the ancient and powerful magic that this figure commands he looks upon all of you with a cold and calculated gaze he looks through the whole room and then he starts to speak <laughs> you've been brought here to fight for entertainment You are the easiest to find across the universes beyond. If you survive, you will be deemed worthy to join our ranks as servants of the Lich Queen. But if you fail, you will join the ranks of the damned. Cursed in undeath to further a cause across the realms. Your spirit forever trapped in the heart of the damned. And then, almost at the end of this laughing, several other undead creatures appear with weapons and chains. Uh, A huge hulking brute with an iron mask that seems to have sharpened teeth placed in its uh, jaw uh, comes up. And then a sort of tinier, slimy, skinny undead creature, its face twisted in agony, pieces of flesh dripping even from its uh, face. You can see the bones behind it. and when he moves his face, you see the skin just sort of uh, moving back and forth, almost like it's just barely hanging on there. And they sort of walk up. Uh, this one is huge, and the other one is sort of tinier than it, which is huge footsteps stomping on this uh, metal ground as they come up with what looks to be manacles coming up to everyone. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Grim. I think this is a new, uh, this is a new group right here. <whistles> Welcome to the Black City, y'all. Get these chains moving. Get these chains going. Come on, come on. Get in the manacles one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> this one pissed himself, I bet. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. He sure did, Grim. All right, jeez. All right, let's get moving on, okay? All right, let's get going to Black City. It's time to fight in the arena. Crumb, did you pee yourself? No. 
I'm, I'm, is this normal? I'm looking at the halfling and uh, the goblin uh, we about typically the manacles and shit. Something we've started to tell ourselves is you just have to kind of method act through it. So yes, whatever the th- vibes are, you just go with it. I know manacles aren't nice, but uh, uh, we're already trapped in some other sorts of things. So even if we fail, I don't think we'll go to the heart of the Stop dead. talking. Here. Get you. Get these manacles oh, out. Hold on, figure it out. We'll give us one second. Just chill out, dude. Okay, just one moment. Why don't we fight them? Just, just stick together and Levi typically do you want to maybe hang with us we need a little bit no, of no I'm coming with you okay cool cool you cool. seem to know what you're doing right now we'll try we'll do our best okay and I'll give up my wrists yeah, yeah Slap you go. Them all. and they manacle they start with uh, JJ go to Crumb go to Boomba uh, wait I need tinier manacles for this one pulls out another set of tiny manacles and puts them on Boomba Goes up to a Levi. Give us your hands there. I'm gonna hold out, and like one is fully like automail, just made it like made of metal, and just mm-hmm. like willingly hold my wrist out. Well, look at this one, Rot. Uh, seems already melded with metal here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're right, Grandma. I'll put I'll put an extra pair on him. Huh. Should give you two manacles. Let's see how much good that does. And then they uh they start to push you. You know you're gonna you're gonna you're either gonna die in the arena or at least provide some good entertainment, right? Oh, this is an arena. I'm hoping that I'm able to kill you at some point in the evening. Oh no no, <laughs> not a chance, <laughs> not a chance with that. You'd like that, wouldn't you, little one? It's just as fa- I just want to like peel off what's hanging on there. It's very obnoxious. You want it? He pulls it off and gives it to you. <laughs> Put it in my pocket. Better save that. Yeah, he stuffs it into your pocket for you. He whispers to JJ Whispers, You gotta eat him now, make him look like a dick. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> hey, asshole. Now eat, no, eat his face. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we're being pushed along and I get told into the arena, I hear you guys whispering. So I look down at the three of you and goes, If we're in for a fight, stay close to me. Heard. Heard that, brother. Excellent. Yes, of course. Grim and Rap push you forward. There's these tall. Grim, they're gonna stay close together. Yeah, we'll separate them. Don't worry. All right. Or at least. They'll separate them, and then they push you through these thin iron doors that open up into a series of tiny, thin walkways that adorn some tall, twisted metal tower that you sort of around. You see this twisted metal glass and flesh, huge tower. You look down onto a city uh, that just has all this green smoke coming up. Everything seems to be lit up by a weird green energy. As you descend upon the thin platforms that hug this tower, of this summoning chamber, you're struck by the eerie and otherworldly atmosphere of what of this black city. Grim and Rot point to the city, its vast and sprawling metropolis built of black stone. You see gothic twisting spires and towers also made of black glass and iron. You also see more of this flesh stretched like cobwebs across everything, even linking little narrow streets. Uh, City streets are illuminated by ghostly green light seems to seep into every nook and cranny of these winding streets. The smell of decay is thick and heavy. You can hear the faint sounds of chains rattling in the distance, the eerie sound of ghostly moans and echoes as you walk through the winding streets after descending this tower. Uh, you notice there's holes in every building and this like f- green fog just is coming out. And as you look around, there's lampposts all green candles, green green everywhere. But you notice in the center of the city as you're walking, a large, massive ziggurat. 
And for your mental image, it looks like the giant penthouse in Blade Runner where the doctor <laughs> lives. It looks just like that pretty much. Awesome. Little red and yellow lights sort of blinking on and off. Uh, at the at the tip of the tower, there's some sort of weird, those of you in tune with the weave and arcane energy can sense something at the top of this tower. Uh, there's humans in cages in the street. Uh, you see one man dragging. It, this seems to be a humanoid human creature dragging themselves across the ground. Its arms and hands sort of pulling themselves and you notice they're cut in half. Dissected and you just see its entrails dragging across blood. And refuse just pouring out of his body. And you oh. hear him saying, I'm late, I'm late. Oh my gosh, otherwise we'll be fighting, oh no. no. So you're walking down the street. Uh, you see little stalls set up of, uh, like, there's cages of humans. There's little, like, cages of rodents, other creatures you've never seen. Tiny little, like, fat things on two little tiny legs just hopping around. Uh, all ran by what seem to be various forms of undead. Some seem weirdly passive, and some seem just like you, just as alive or as alive as grim and rot. I think that, um... Crumb, you have the highest passive perception, correct? Mm-hmm. 24. Um, you, out of the tiny little crack in one side of the wall, you see a tiny little six-inch tall, red, naked, bald man. He's completely red, and he just runs across the street and times it into a crack on the other side. <laughs> did, you, did you see that man? The man that was half, the half man with his guts hanging out, yes. This place is awful. Uh, yeah, it's just temporary. Oh, it's a change of scenery. Have you been here before? Have you been to a place like this before? Oh, no, I've never seen this much flesh no. in a place ever. Okay. Please, please! Uh, this undead creature comes up to you, its skin almost peeling off its face, skeletal. Please, just a bit of your flesh! Just a tiny one, I'm so hungry! So I put a hand on, on, my, uh, on the hilt of my weapon, just like... Please! Backing away. Another undead creature, sort of taller, comes up to him and just like, Get out of here! You can't sustain yourself. You join the ranks as a servant soon enough. And this guy goes, but my body, it's, it's, and then his arm just falls off. Suddenly. Don't worry, it'll be over soon. Yeah, I'm still using my flesh, thanks. <laughs> just a bit, please. And then he starts shaking and convulsing. You notice his eyes start to almost like bulge, shrink, bulge, shrink. And he's, and he's twisting, turning in, bending into a C shape. And you see his eyes, you can see like green pupils and sort of like a, a ghostly white glow behind and like illuminating his eyes. And you notice he just <laughs> cries out and you see the pupils, the green, just like in this little wisp of smoke leave his eyes and the smoke starts to wisp up in the air. And those of you that follow the smoke, you notice it goes towards that giant ziggurat, almost just going up, up, and at the very top, you notice almost like a lightning bolt just out of the top of the Almost like Ghostbusters sucking in the ghosts. It sucks it in. Hey, Rod, looks like they just got another one, huh? <laughs> yes, look at that. Uh, couldn't find hunger to satiate itself. And then you notice this creature that was complaining, asking for flesh. Just the eyes, there's nothing in there, just glowing white. And it just walks forward as if something has taken over its memory and total body. And starts walking. They keep pushing you through the street. And then uh, 
You see other crazy stuff. There's a band of uh, undead people. One of them is playing the xylophone on his own ribs. Oh, of course. Um, but the guy next to him uh, has his like tendons flayed out of his uh, arm, and he's playing a little like uh, harp with it, with his own tendons and um, veins. Uh, one guy is playing a saxophone with uh, built out of a spine and a head, and it's just screaming when you blow into it. It's just the head screaming. Uh, pretty good. And instead of a uh, guitar case open to throw money into, it's a coffin. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Love that. Classic. I picture the band in Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. I'm picturing Centobites playing music. <laughs> and as you as you all walk by, the guy uh, playing the saxophone stops and goes, Hey there, Bone Daddy, as uh, Grim and uh. Rot walk by. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> they walk you through this crowded... All these crowded, twisting, turning streets of undead. Houses seem to be haphazardly built on top of one another, held together by more of these metal rods, glass, and skin, just holding every structure together. It's cramped. Uh, The flesh glues these crazy, impossible structures into what look like almost fingers crawling from the ground you walk upon. Eventually, you come across what looks to be a giant, large arena. Uh, Green lights and braziers there and Grim sort of looks at Rago <laughs> there we're here alright you either win or you lose most people lose right but uh yeah if you win uh, you'll you'll die in the city anyways you know you've, so, seen, you've seen people win before I mean it oh. happens right right Grim they win but not for long not for long yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna become her servant anyways right 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 yeah we're promised elsewhere we're not worried about it but uh are we fighting big beasties a little little bunch of little things one big big thing one couple <laughs> medium things don't worry you'll see soon enough okay, okay okay thank you for the escort can we have these shackles off please not yet we have to walk you through here yes they, you're doing a great job by the way the what very the, very foreboding don't worry about it. And no names of anyone that wins. It's unimportant. Everyone here becomes nameless soon enough. Got it. Uh, they, pu- they push you towards this arena, the arena of the damned. It's this massive structure that towers over these little structures in the city. It's dark stone walls and er, stone. It's dark stone walls and spires seem to pierce the very sky. The exterior is adorned with symbols of death and decay bones and skulls integrated into the grout and mortar, as well as carved into the surface. You see green flames burning in braziers along the outer walls, casting an ominous glow over the surrounding area. The main entrance is guarded by a pair of undead sentries. They're huge, their eyes glowing with just the, the clear light, just standing there with their job forever. Uh, as they push you through these huge doors, the ground of the arena itself is soaked in the blood of those who have come before. They lead you into the entrance and then a corridor or a corridor that descends down into the dark. And as they lead you through uh, halls built under this large structure, they eventually bring you to a holding room. And the floor is all metal grating. Beneath it, you feel the hum of some arcane energy. The only light comes from flickering candles which are placed in holders on the walls. As you look around, you see a number of the other prisoners here, ones that were here before. Uh, Some are huddled in corners of the room. Some are sitting there just swinging their swords around, whatever weapons they have, just ready. Some look at you all as you walk in with fearful. Some look hopeful, uh, perhaps hoping that you will be able to rescue them from this cursed place. You hear cries and screams of creatures above. 
You hear cackling laughter and cheering erupts from this arena above you. Uh, after a short time, cheers and then boos are heard. And uh, with a sudden creak and groan, the massive portcullis starts to, in front of you, begins to rise in this room. Grim and Ra push, push the people that were in there in front of uh, push them right out the portcullis. So I'm like, no, 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 please, no! And they push them just forward, getting them ready to go fight. And then the portcullis shuts again. Is there any way to see out into the arena? No, they walk up. Walk up these stairs. You see a light for a second, and then just this screeching portcullis, just uh, groaning. It's massive. Metal on metal, piercing. Echoes of shuts in front of you. Grim and Rot look around and go, <laughs> You're next. Get ready, flashbacks. <laughs> JJ will hold up his of, arms to get. Of course, and Grim and Rat will unlock everyone's manacles. We've got to get ready. We've got to stretch and whatnot. Do yeah. uh, do our escorts look like they have anything useful on their on their persons currently? Anything that could be uh, taken from them? <laughs> uh, they're just like they look strong and to be uh, like a flesh golem almost. Okay. Seem to be made out of multiple bodies, making up their fleshy or their skeletal skeletal bodies. <laughs> Nothing that they're not using. Yeah, they're more using like, and there's like ten all sorts of tendons. You notice, uh, almost like for phyrexia for Magic the Gathering, they have like metal parts inside. Oh, word. There's like iron and like weird. Everything seems to be a melding of uh, flesh and metal here. JJ will look at Crumb and Boomba and Levi and kind of start stretching his shoulders and getting his armor in place and say, brothers, what we do in life echoes in eternity. <laughs> Get ready. So you said we were on a mission, not not just a fight for entertainment? Uh, it, it seems like that's step one of the mission. We don't know the mission until it unfolds before us. Oh, so us. you don't know step two? Oh, no, no, no. Nor step it's three or very four? very much an improvisation. But if, step five is for sure profit? Um, I think, judging from how things have gone so far, I think we're going to have to make our way to the ziggurat eventually, and the, the top of the where the smoke is yeah, going. Do you know where we are? Um, no, it seems some sort of black city of death. Yeah. Yes, okay. but no, not precisely. What's, what's the plan for this fight? Uh, um, we have to stay close to the man with the feather cap. I'll stay close to him. Yes. At least, at least at the start and then do what you will. No, yes. I'm going to stay next to him. I can heal if you stay by me too. Do you like that? I, I, um... Yeah, I mean, I love the idea. We're going to have to beat this first wave of anything regardless. I'm going to lay for the land, the arena itself. Yes. If, I, we're ta- if we're talking healing, do we have anything else? Do we have any... I could help a little bit. What does that mean? It means that from a distance, I could heal you a small amount. Like that? Okay. I'll take that. You can also do the same thing. Cool. All right. So healing all around, just a bit. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Plan all you can. These undead have fought for you. Hey, we're not talking to you. All right. Just, I'm taking bets, Rat. What do you think? Eh, You know me. I had a problem. I had to give that up years ago. (laughs) Oh, come on. Give me a head. What do you think? Uh, I've been clean for a couple months. Uh, I don't want to go back down that path, Grim. You're in the land of the dead, and you're not going to gamble? I have a family. Okay, what if I, like, wagered with you? I mean... How many heads you got there? All right, this seems like a pretty good act. Just one. Just one. All right, give me a head. He gives him a shrunken head, like a tiny, (laughs) uh, just holding it by the black hair. Just gives him a shrunken head that's turned green. (laughs) All right, here, you hold on to two of mine. He takes two shrunken heads. I need to see a currency exchange, right? Uh... 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll give you your... For whatever gold you have, we'll give you shrunken heads. Don't worry. You've got at least ten. Uh, but you hear sort of, you know... Yeah. Oh, it sounds like they didn't do so well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or is that like them actually doing... Are, are, maybe they're cheering for... Them being victorious, you never know. It's very true, but what are you grim over there? Or are you rot? <laughs> I'm grim, but don't worry. Yeah, Grim said they were fighting for years. He said that they're probably fan favorites, but I'm sure we could change their minds. Uh, all of a sudden, booze are heard. Oh, I think that's good. I think that's good. Are you trying to get an invite back here? <laughs> well, I like to make favorable impressions with the people I meet because they are part of our story, whether you like it or not, you know? With a sudden creak and groan, the massive portcullis in front of you begins to rise. The screech of oh, metal shit. on metal, a shrill, piercing scream echoes through the stone room. You're up. All right, boys, don't disappoint. They start to walk you up these stairs, so, or not not even stairs, like just a upward path, just a little hill, and you come across into this huge octagon sort of shaped arena. You notice on the ground, it's it's massive. There seems to be a circle. This you notice bubbling tar, just just bubbling. You see a space in front of you, a large open area. You notice what looks to be a square pit of some sort. And in front of that, you notice just an almost uh, five foot line. You can see scorch marks all over the ground in this one area. There's crowds of massive undead here. What sits in the middle up towards the center is this sort of ornate gold embroidered uh, canopy. And inside you see what looks to be a creature sitting there uh, inside this throne sort of floating uh, sort of ghostly white there seems to be even a veil across their face sitting there there seems to be three flaming heads just sort of surrounding them and uh, as you all are ushered in there you notice there are some massive skeleton creatures inside and at this point you can roll for initiative and you keep going with that uh, anyone within 10 feet of me when rolling for initiative, you add plus four. Holy <laughs> shit balls. You walk into this arena, you hear the cheers and uh, crowds sort of yelling. You notice sitting in front of the bar pits about four archers that all look sort of like steps. And you have minutes from the counters as well. There seems Ooh. to be running around on the outsides, barking and, uh, almost growling you notice some sort of crazy feral uh bone almost lions yes sitting around super cool you see running around with a giant scythe seems to be some sort of centaur-esque creature mixed with a minotaur for the top part of its body and then also a giant giant skeleton which seems to be made or it was some giant creature seems to have a giant mace made of just bones. Oh, these are so together. cool. Uh, and he's sitting there, and you notice these little sort of lion sort of creatures made out of bones are all hugging around the giant one with a giant bone mace. The archers are sitting in front of the uh, tar pit, and then sort of a large voice just almost as if magically starts to speak out loud. Ladies, gentlemen, all those who identify as something else dead, well, soon to be dead, maybe alive, 
Today we have more suckers to join us in the Dome of the Dead. What will happen? They will probably die. Begin! And everyone cheers. And then you hear people, For the Lich Queen! For the Queen! And uh, it instantly starts. You see the archers as you all are taking this in, pull out, they dip uh, their uh, arrows into the tar and they just... They just launch it. Oh, shit. Just tar arrows. Oh, no. Good luck, everyone. Take cover. <laughs> just, like, quickly, like, diving. Uh, anyone with AC below 21 gets hit by an arrow. Oh, that's yeah. pretty high. Uh, yeah. Guess that's all of us. Right. I'm coming to my aura if you need health, if you need healing. <laughs> everyone takes five damage, and then there's this tar all over you. And then you just hear the... <laughs> of these skeletal creatures running around this giant hulking thing and they just sort of start beelining for the whole crowd. First up is Crumb. Cool. You see Crumb uh, slam down the femur bone that's a small short staff on the ground and some of uh, his black cloak kind of ripples a little bit and the white glowingness from his eyes seems to trickle down onto the black uh, tunic that he has and suddenly the tunic is outlined in a chalice of like stars that uh, appears to be there and he kind of glows with this white aura and um, within 30 feet of me there is uh, kind of like some glowing action happening and then I'm also going to cast uh, as my uh, action, I'm going to cast uh, Aura of Vitality as well. So I transformed uh, using my bonus action into my Chalice uh, Circle of Stars form and action Aura of Vitality. So there's like this kind of healing, undulating, uh, rippling aura and around you me. start transforming the arrow, the tar sort of dripping down your chest. You feel it seep into pieces that when you transformed, just gave it an ability to sort of sink into your skin. Give me a constitution save. Uh, it's uh, only a 13. You take 10 poison damage. Yep, I got both those things up, and uh, I'm just going to use my movement to move uh, right uh, between Levi's uh, legs, or like holding onto one of his legs, looking up. <laughs> ah, I'm gonna stay by you, dude. And pass turn. Just holding on. Yeah, just holding on, kind of these like glowing eyes looking up at you. Uh, and this frail old goblin form. Uh, uh, pass turn. All right, you pass turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the uh, lion creatures sees that happen, and it just starts running towards Boomba, and with an eight, it's going to miss. And it's, it pounces towards you. You notice this giant gaping maw about to bite you as you dive out of the way and stand up and then just sort of against the ground. It sort of scratches, and you hear the bones just gripping inside of... Uh, this thing is J.J. Peppers, it is your turn, and this creature misses you. Does this tar feel like it's gonna hurt me if it stays on me? Oh, yes. Does it feel like I could potentially take some time to get it off? You could definitely do that. I would like to try to get this tar off me as I say, oh no, get this shit off of me. Yes, you can take your turn getting the tar off of me. Action? Yes. And then in a, as a bonus action, I'll look at my new friend Levi and I'll say, the boundaries which divide life from death are best shadowy and vague. Who shall say that one ends and the other begins? And I'll cast Bardic Inspiration on him. Love it. You get a D8. And 
takes Levi a minute to suss through what the hell that means uh, as any sane person. Regardless, like Levi is cool. so <laughs> excited on that. Trying not to show how excited he is, but... Yeah. And uh, JJ will do two somersaults to the left and take an action pose. <laughs> as, as JJ does two somersaults to the left and looks around, you just hear the trampling of hooves as this large sort of centaur minotaur creature comes in and Levi is looking at you with this giant scythe holding it back. And for a 19, well, that does hit. And with the scythe, you take 13 scythe damage. Okay. Uh, from that one attack. I would like to reaction gift at the gem dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds cool. <laughs> the centaur is making a strength save against a 17. Uh, strength save against yeah. 17. Which he's probably pretty strong as a freaking centaur. You got a 16. That fails. Uh, so Centaur's taking nine points of force damage, um, and I'm pushing it ten feet uh, away from me in prone. What does Levi do? What does it look like? So, like, like as this uh, Centaur is like, like trying to trample over me, I'm pushing myself uh, like aside. You, uh, Crumb, you're like trying to grab out of my leg. You feel Levi almost supernaturally leap and jump as if he's like pushing himself away from the centaur, but the force pushes the centaur into the ground. And as you push him away, you get kicked, because he, tra- he had this ability when he tramples and runs towards you, you take an extra 13. Man, oh, an extra 13, damn. Yeah. Uh, after that, it is Levi's turn, even. As this thing is, you push it onto the ground and it falls over with a large and you see the legs kicking out. You see this huge mental creature start to push itself. As it is, as it's staying prone, I'm approaching it with movement, and then I'm going to bonus action go to bamf out my sunblade. Ah, sweet. as you take out the sunblade, you realize it is now a shadow blade, and it actually sucks in a little bit of light from uh, instead of giving it off. And on top of that, it does necrotic damage now. Fascinating. And you look, you look, and the sky is completely pitch black. There's nothing here except. There's no sun, no stars, no anything. This is like a blackless realm. Like, quickly like acknowledging the power of that blade, but n- nodding, I'm still going to try to cleave into the centaur. Absolutely. Is that, am I taking advantage on that one? Sure. He is prone. Uh, that is a 20... Oh. That hits. Uh, yeah. 27 to hit. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to do two attacks. Okay. Second attack is much higher at a... That hits. 31. How much damage? Uh, first one is uh, 15 points of, of slashing, and uh, that's doing necrotic damage. Normally the Sunblade uh, has an extra d8 if I'm attacking an undead creature. Do I still take that? Uh, no, it does not do extra damage to an un- uh, undead creature. I'm sorry. Didn't think so with this one. All right, second attack. Um, that's max damage at 20 points of slashing. Jesus. JJ looks at Boomer. I'm glad we brought this guy. Hey, that's Peter. That's good. <laughs> uh, I'm looking. I'm looking decently hurt and covered in tar, but uh, that was action bonus action movement. Um, Crum, are you still on my leg? Yeah, I'm down here. All right, what do I got to do to get healed? Ah, uh, wait a few seconds. I'm waiting a few seconds. <laughs> as as you say that, and JJ Peppers, JJ Peppers has just done the somersault, and you bring this thing down and stab it right away. All of a sudden, an arrow just. For a 16 to hit JJ Pepper. That hits. <laughs> Flank. Hits you for. That's gonna be. Oh, low damage. Three damage. With oh, another no. target arrow. 
uh, after, as soon as you get hit, Boomba, you're sitting there and you just see these uh, sort of other, this lion creature that just dodged you and just just clapping its maw right in front of you. And I'm up. You are up. Alright, so this thing's right in front of me. Mm -hmm. Well, you're fucking with the wrong goblin and I'll smash my hands together. Bonus action. Uh, Bonus action, you see a little radar dish kind of come up like the side of my chest and I will uh, um, what the fuck is this called? You basically see a shield come around me Mm-hmm. And I gain nine temporary hit points. Okay. Using my uh, defensive field mm-hmm. from my guardian armor. And you see my fist charge up, and I will thunder punch this thing. Go for it. <laughs> that is 12. That's oh. its AC. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. Surprise. Excellent. It's a massive bone lion. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is seven damage. All right, you stab it. The bones fall to the floor. You notice there's chains around its, uh, the joints. Yes, there's chains around the joints, and just sort of a chain just flings out around and snaps. Anything else, Boomba? That should be it. Okay, after Boomba, another archer takes a, uh, a hit for a, a 22 without anything added to it to Crump. Absolutely. You get hit by the skeleton archer's uh, sort of another tar arrow for four damage. All right. For piercing damage. After that, another one of the uh, the sort of lion creatures comes running out, and uh, this one goes for Boomba again after it sees its friend punched right in the face, and it is going to run, pounce, and try to bite you in the face for a 22. That will hit. Then you take nine damage from this thing as it chomps the armor and you hear it just crushing it and you feel your arm even sort of almost dislocate a little bit as it runs. And then uh, give me a strength saving throw. Alrighty. 11. 11. It knocks you prone and as part of knocking prone because it pounce attacked you, it gets another bonus action. I will actually use my reaction uh-huh. and my armor puts out a little leg and it stops me from being knocked prone. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so good. No. I'd love to see it. Alright, I don't get the bonus action attack from that now. Awesome. Uh, after, I love that. After that, it is uh, Crumb's turn. Ah, there's goopers everywhere. Ah. He's taking his uh, bone uh, staff and kind of rolling it on the tunic, and he's seeing. He's now realizing that it's kind of like burned through a lot of his tunic and stuff. Action! I'm trying to get all this goop off of me. Uh, bone, bonus action! Um, I begin to kind of touch the ground and channel this light through the ground towards the feet of Levi, and it begins to kind of surge up you like uh, roots made of uh, like a white gas. And uh, got the six on the hot dog. Where rat dice? That's nice. uh, plus five. Eight plus five, uh, 13. Thir- oh, thank so 13, you. Uh, and that's uh, action bonus action, and then uh, I'm just going to stay right where I am and uh, just kind of like look around with these big, wide, white eyes. Sure. Uh, I forgot. Beginning of everyone's turn, it was con save for the. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, as soon as you said that, I realized I didn't make it. JJ's good, though. Uh, it was the beginning of the turn, so you still had to do it. Uh, but four- you wiped it off, so it won't happen this time. 14. 14? 22. Six. Seven. Nine. Oh, God. <laughs> if you uh, only Jesse passed four more 
cool. uh, poison damage. Cool. Uh, Crum, you all done with your turn? Out 100%. All right. Uh, I, I also imagine Crum's looking very rough right now. I imagine a lot of his black tunic has been burnt up, so now it looks like a burnt like bikini of black, and he's just like looking there, Ew. and it looks you can see all his ribs, and he's like, oh. 16 to hit Boomba. Misses. Yeah, uh, as, as the lion armor, the lion sort of bone creature stands on its fours, backs up, and barks twice and chomps, leans or sort of just jumps and tries to bite you across the face. You sort of you just push your arm up there, sort of push it down to the ground. It sort of kicks up a bunch of dust and dirt. Uh, is JJ Peppers? Is your turn? You wiped the acid off of yourself. JJ will just say, I am become death destroyer of worlds. <laughs> and uh, he, the largest uh, skeleton, will need to make an intelligence saving throw or suffer the effects of enemies abound. All right. Ooh. He has a seven intelligence and gets a six. Uh, he fails, so he sees everybody around him as an enemy. Um, and when he attacks, he has to roll randomly to see who he attacks. Whenever he takes damage, he can roll to repeat the save. Okay. Um, and I'm concentrating on that spell. And as I do that, I'll do two more somersaults, and then I'll look at Boomba, and I will cast Bodic Inspiration and say, Hey, hey bud, we only die once. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, pass the turn. Uh, this thing that is prone next to yeah. Levi starts to <laughs> pull itself up, looks at you right in the face, and uh, it will take a scythe right towards you for a uh, 22. 22, that's it. Oh, eight uh, piercing damage. Not as bad as not spin. slashing somehow. Uh, does that and then uh, looks around. I don't think there's any creature right next to you unless uh, Crumb is right next to you. Are yeah, Crumb's you on his leg. Yeah, I'm right next to him. Yeah, Crumb's oh, yeah. with me. Uh, this thing looks down at Crumb and goes <laughs> and just gives another. Step on you. And that will be a. 19. Cool. Uh, reaction. I'm going to, this is a star druid thing. I'm going to uh, look at my, uh, on the top of my uh, staff, I have this rune. Uh, evens or odds, DM, you can always roll for it if you want, but depending on that, will depend on if I can do kind of like a pseudo bane or not. Odd. Odd. So odd is a reaction. I can do a minus 1d6 to an attack, a save or a check. So that was actually the one I, I wanted. So I, I will attempt to, All right. to minus it then. Minus three. 22 so, minus 3. Yeah, so 19 still hits. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. as, as you do that, you're like, just the hoof just <laughs> hits you right in the jaw as you take 13 hoof <laughs> damage. Yeah. Uh, Levi, how, much, how much damage? 13. 13. You just see Crumb, his big white eyes just close like two big pug eyes closing, and then he just falls to the ground. Un- KO'd, yeah. Damn. That is the weakest Levi, he, I've ever you, seen. You see the <laughs> goblin just get pummeled in the face and go down and then it turns towards you <laughs> holding its scythe twisting it in its skeletal hands what do you do I, I, I can heal you but won't do as much good if he's still next to us um, I am going to a bonus action shield of faith myself um, to give myself a total of 20 AC and then I'm gonna launch my first attack against the centaur okay uh that is a 22 to hit. Hit. Uh, oh, 22s. Yeah. Uh, 15 points of slashing. 
I didn't want to do it. That's Ooh. what's up. Um, so I like see my friend Crumb go down, suddenly piss at that, like at this thing. I'm just taking the shadow blade and cleaving straight up through it um, and trying to curve it so that I cut off the scythe. I want to see if I can potentially keep that as a, as a token. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the scythe drops to the ground as you cut through the bone, sort of, it sounds like uh, just the rubbing and friction of two stones against each other, so the sword just cleaves it, splitting this creature in twain, and then it falls to the ground, falls apart, just a, just a, just a pile of bones. Um, I still have my extra attack. Is there another enemy within 30 feet? Oh. Yes. I, I, I think it was the, the one that was on. You can see the like lion creature yes, running yeah. around. The archers are a little bit away by the tar pit. So I would like to go uh, move over and attack the lion creature. Sure. One is right. Just att- you just saw one just grab onto Boomba and then try bringing him to the ground. And Boomba sticks his leg out and you run up. Uh, less, but still a 17 to hit. That hits. Uh, 13 points of slashing. 13 damage. It looks around. Massive mandibles just chomping looking at you. No eyes in the skull, but just like clear, just hollow white glowing light looks towards you. Here, kitty. And I'm making another con save? Because uh, I did not wipe off? Yes. Alright. Um, Pretty good. Did you yeah. get higher than 15? 16. No, you yeah. save. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. As you just feel a slight bit of poison seeping into the wounds, you you take three poison three? damage. Uh, and all of a sudden, from the cr- uh, from the back room, you see uh, Rot, and he seems to be doing something. Oh, jeez. And um, you kind of hear him kind of struggle a little bit, uh, uh, and then kind of clink, 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 and then he sounds like he pulls a lever. Um, and he says, all right, well, uh, have a nice fall. J.J. Peppers, make a dexterity throw oh, as man. an open pit, just a trap. Surely, surely, surely. It's not good, uh, gentlemen. That is oh, uh, fourteen plus eight dex save. Damn. Uh, unfortunately, fifteen is the save. He as falls, all of a sudden, he falls, falls, falls. You fall down into a spike pit. No hell box. Core four damage. It's not a deep spike pit. It just is. There's so much going on. You fall down. The crowd. Yeah. It's all deep. I already used my my reaction. Sorry, bud. <laughs> hey, I got one, Grim. Oh, I need to make a concert. All good. Uh, no, it's not your turn yet. No, uh, I'm taking damage for uh, concentration spell, sorry. 11 to hit Boomba with that an misses. arrow. Arrow misses. Go flying, just hits the ground, and it is Boomba's turn. Okay. Sorry, there's. I have so many fucking reactions and bonus actions I forgot about this character. I'm like, oh my god, this is <laughs> overwhelming. Uh. Uh, do I have how many enemies can I hit in a straight line? Uh, you got the dog in front of me. There's a dog also next to you. You could like get I'd yourself tr- around and hit two I'd dogs. I'd be trying to hit the archers. I think you could hit like an archer and two dogs. An archer and two dogs. Yeah. All right, then I will. My hand slides into my barrel gauntlet, and I'll point forward, and a beam of lightning shoots out of it. These uh, lightning bolts. So deck save. Deck save. One archer, two lions. 21 for the archer, 11 and 7 for the doggies. 21 passes, and uh, both the doggies fail. Let's do the average, so that's 28 damage. You notice one of the archers just goes as the lightning bolt hits it. 
28 damage to the lions. Yep. Damage to the lions. You notice the lions go down. Become a pile of bones right there. Hell yeah. So, um, then I will... So the two lions are away from me? They were right next to you. They just became piles All of right. bones. I will go and stand over the other goblin. Stupid weak goblins. Why do I always have to help these little fuckers? And I guess I have to do con save as well because I got poison on me still. Yes. That is a 20. You save. You take uh, three poison damage. As that happens, you notice the hulking giant creature that has yet to take a move as the two lions go down just runs up with its giant bone mace. Uh, it gets right there and you see it stand next to the, uh, the Leonites or what they're called puts its bone mace down on the ground and you notice a bit of what seems to be energy from inside of this thing go inside the creature's mace rise up they look a little decrepit and a little more worse for wear and then he looks at you Boomba seeing you have just shocked these things and he just swings with uh he uh, he's affected by that spell I cast so he sees everything as an enemy oh that's right so it's random what's within his range that he attacks okay um yeah, he's still gonna attack Boomba, unfortunately. That's fine. I share three. Uh, three. Bogus. Uh, so the first one will be a nine to hit you, which misses. Will so he swings wildly. <laughs> another attack. He attacks at one of the lions this time, and it takes two d six plus four. It just bashes the skull after it just raised it. You stupid little shit. And then it looks towards you again in 22 to hit Boomba. Mm, okay, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> By choice. All right. Uh, and he just hits you in the face with this, uh, what is it, with this large mace for 10 damage. And then the Leonite that is still up sort of sees you and just bites right at you, Boomba, with a 20, dirty 20. Yeah, that'll hit. Seven damage as it bites into your armor and tries. It tries pulling it apart. It starts pulling back. This takes me forever. No, do you can't do that. It's just trying to break your armor right now. After that, it is Crumb your turn. That same. Oh my god! Hell yeah! I'll come back over. Nineteen. Yeah, crit one. Yeah, me too. That's the good stuff. <laughs> JJ Peppers. JJ, does he have to take any movement or uh, action to get off of these spikes? Uh, you can pull yourself out. So he pulls the spike out from his abdomen. How are you guys doing up there? Oh no! And he'll string his lyre and, and uh, sing a discordant melody. I shall not fear death. I shall not fear death. And I'll uh, cast dissonant whispers on the Leonin archer. I'm um, gonna need to make a save. Wisdom. Wisdom. 2019. Uh, saves. He doesn't have to run away and he takes half the damage, which is really good roll. So he takes uh, eight damage. And JJ will stay in the pit with some cover <laughs> and uh, do a semi somersault and pasta. <laughs> Not many people seeing it, but it's, it's for the <laughs> it's it's for self esteem. <laughs> He's trying to get his adrenaline back up. And as the lion takes damage, you know the uh, you notice the huge thing looks at you, and he holds his staff. And as the damage goes into this creature, you see him. Uh, you notice what looks like green energy going into this thing. Oh, that can't be good. Uh, 
after JJ Peppers goes up, all of a sudden in the middle of the ground, just as Rot is laughing, pulling another lever, and all these flames shoot out from this line in the ground. Need dexterity saving throws for uh, almost everyone. <laughs> Having fun over here. Is JJ safe in his pit? His the previous elite trapped. You are so close to the, like in between, like five feet in between the fire and the pit. Eighteen. Save. Twenty-one. Twenty-eight. Save. Save. Oh my goodness. Let's go. Fail. I think I instant fail. Yeah. You're. Oh no. Oh man, finally got a hot dog. Uh, finally got a hot dog. He's unconscious. Yeah, yeah just got damaged him automatically. Feels so you take 16. So that's two since no, I'm down. Isn't it not a melee attack? So you only take one? Oh, then only one. Yeah, know. I'm pretty sure it's only one. Yeah, yeah I think it's if it's a, like a if creature it's, attacking it's, you, it's, oh, they're okay. going for the effect, kill. It's in yeah. effect, I think it's only one. Because yeah. yeah. that would be an auto crit. Right. And but then, it's yeah. not a crit. So it's one And Everyone takes eight from just just flames just shoot out of everywhere. Uh that's and if these, you pass, you take eight? Yes, and these skeletons have some uh, pretty cool abilities with fire, most of them. Uh, after that happens, JJ Peppers, you just went, right? Um, I just went. I also have to see if I maintain concentration with enemies abound, which I do. Okay. Yes. Levi, you brush off this fire. It is your turn. All right. Well, Crumb, let's get you up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rush back over to Crumb. Okay. I, I'm not, like, engaged because... The line was just taken down, right? Yes. All right, so I'm going to rush back over to Crumb and uh, action lay on hands for 15 points. Uh, putting 15 points of healing in there. <laughs> Brother, thank you. Come on, buddy. We still got some fight left. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stay behind us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was action, unfortunately. But I see. I, oh, man. No, I, I don't think so. I think that's gotta be it for me. I'm maintaining my shield of faith. And con save? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I had seven okay. more poison damage. How's Levi looking? Uh, pretty hurt. <laughs> uh, 23, all of a sudden, uh, another tar dipped arrow goes straight towards the goblin. Tasha. You can't just say the goblin anymore. We oh, got two uh, of them. Yeah, there are two. Crumb that was just come up, an arrow just sails through the air and hits him. <sighs> How many archers are left? Three. And then one massive skeleton? And another lion creature. Uh, that hits you, I'm assuming? Mm-hmm. 11 damage. Mm-hmm. Down. <laughs> I gave you 15. you 15. Oh, you gave me 15. Yeah, I gave you 15. Boomba. You see, just you hear these machinations going on. This creature just was biting onto your armor, trying to pull it off of you. What do you do? Is it like a dog when you play tug of war? It's like pulling on your arm. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, shit. I will start off with uh, activating my shield again to get nine temporary hit points. Mm hmm. And I will attack twice, first at this dog, to get it off me. Okay. That is a 22 to hit. That hits it. And that's 10 damage. Excellent. As you swing in for the 10 damage, you notice the guy with the huge skull mace just... It looks like green energy just transferred right into this uh, dog. 
Alright, so this guy's just doing all of it, huh? I will... It's like... I'll target this guy that's in front of me then. Do the giant mace. And the last one. That is an 18. That hits. That is crit damage, so... 14. It, that, it takes the damage and just looks at you. Its eyes are wrapped in, like, cloth. It seemingly can't see anything but looks around. Uh, as, it, as you do that to it, it just looks down at you. No voice, no anything. Swings with a... 14? 14 misses. And then a 19? Also... Yeah, I'll take that one. Fuck it. That's gonna be... I like you have to make that decision every time. Stupid casting. Shield is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine damage on that one. Uh, my shield just dissipates. Yeah. A lot of hit points. Thirteen on the last one, I assume will miss you. It does. All right. As that happens, the uh, the lion takes a tw- uh, twenty at you to hit. It just bites into you. These things are jumping together. That's yeah, fine. Uh, four. Six bite damage. Six bite damage? Mm-hmm. All right. It seems like these things work together as crumb. It is your turn. Huh. Right back at you, buddy. And I uh, I touch your uh, foot, which I imagine is like armored as well, or maybe it's your mechanical yeah, foot. Yeah, one of them is definitely mechanical. Yeah, and I use that to prop myself up, and as I touch you and use it to prop myself up, you see a, feel a surge of uh, healing energy run through you, and this time like a really big one. That's a 25 total. Damn. All right. Ooh, that's bad. Feeling a lot better right now. <laughs> and uh, I also, at the same time, um, you see my cloak again kind of light up and make this like chalice-shaped star pattern as well as bonus action and pass. It is now J.J. Pepper's turn. Oh, no. J.J. will uh, get out of the pit. Yeah, you're out of the pit. J.J. Uh, will. And then... As far as the grouping of the archers, are they next to each other? Pretty close, yeah. Three of them? Mm-hmm. And then there's the, I'm sorry to ask again, but there's a large one with the bone mace and then another lion figure. Yes. And those two are focused down on Boomba? Yes. Maintain concentration on his enemy's bound spell and then cast, he'll upcast Dissonant Whispers this time and just shout louder, I don't feel death, I don't feel death! And will um, attempt to send the larger beast with the bone mace uh, running towards the archers. Uh, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. A two, so that is a one. <laughs> um, he needs to take his reaction to run as far away as possible. I was hoping to aim it at the archers, but I understand that I don't know what that's like. And then he takes 4d6, which is 16 psychic damage. Okay. But because I prompted his psychic damage, he gets another save from enemies abound, which is an intelligence saving throw. Excellent. Uh, that happens. Uh, this guy looks at you, or, you know, has this sort of wrap around his eyes and just starts walking backwards, not even turning around, just starts to walk backwards. Uh, as that happens, you notice, uh, as it starts to walk backwards, the pool of bones that you had, uh, killed the death, it's called the Death Rider. He starts walking backwards and you notice the green sort of energy just leaking from this thing as it walks backwards and it goes into the the centaur thing you notice this thing seems to be losing uh, life force but giving life force to everything else and it comes up with and that thing comes in 
stands up on its four hooves and just starts taking a run around and <laughs> runs right for a crumb once again. <laughs> and it will hoove you in the face. For a, I will use my sentinel action to attack it since it attacks someone else. Okay. Also. okay. Uh, 22 hit. That hits it. Oh, go down again. 14. Um, what did it roll to hit, Crumb? 18 to hit Crumb. Uh, cutting words reaction. Nice. Did you say fucking dead? <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, man. Ah, yes. <laughs> Amazing. Roll that D8. more goblins. Six. Six from 18, so 12. 12 to hit? Yes. I will also reaction, uh, look at my rune, which you said is now <laughs> odd. So it's a subtraction. What? What's your AC? My AC is 12. Oh, so oh I need to get it so bad for the rune. So yeah, I, I look at my little rune thing with holes in it and kind of like match it up with the sky. And uh, yeah, I, so I do get to cast a, a minus to the chance to hit. Uh, so I'm just like waving around. Okay. And it's, um, yeah, minus six. So it's uh, only a six to hit. So it does miss. If, Big combo to bring the hit down yeah. with six. So yeah, many with that 12 to hit? Yeah. yeah, so now it's at yeah, it's it's cool. six. We gotta yeah, save so our now friend. It, yeah. So he does not, uh, <laughs> he does not hoove you, uh-huh. but then he will scythe you for a 21. Yeah, that does hit. Uh, <laughs> for 13 yep. damage. Yeah, I'm out. Great. Dang Levi, your turn. Oh, man. All right. Uh, enemies abound makes him hit a random opponent, right? Right, and hopefully... It's the one within range, so hopefully he's but not biased anymore. No, no, ma- to... no matter what, he has to hit a random opponent? Yeah. I'd love to hear that. So I'm going to first off attack the line that was back up. Okay. Um, uh, 17 to hit. That hits. 13 points of slashing. Still up. Second attack. Uh, 15 to hit. That hits. Um, 19 points of slashing. It goes down once again. All right. Um, hopefully to stay down, I'm going to uh, bonus action look at the the bone mace daddy. Um, and backwards, just like tough. Yeah, like, like like looking tough. And me standing up against my three <laughs> shorter friends, I'm just gonna like look back right at him, just looking tough, being like, "Where are you going?" And I'm gonna bonus action cast compel duel. Oh, oh yes. sick! I love um, it makes a wisdom save against a 17. Oh my goodness, it's uh, two. All right. So if it attacks anyone that's not me, it's a disadvantage. Okay. Sick. I think there's some other flavor to that. I mean, I, I think I have to attack him too, but. Perfect. Uh, con save for you. Right. Uh, 15. That, that passes. Three poison damage. Take that. Uh, who else did roll con save? Crom- and you. As a t- 27. No, that passes. Only only three. After that, Skeleton Archer takes a shot at Boomba for a 21. That's... You take uh, five damage as the tar. Another tar arrow goes into you. So you have two tar arrows now. As it is your turn, Boomba, give us a concept. Uh, 26. That passes. <laughs> Gentleman is plus seven. You take nine poison damage from this. That's not good. Oh, God. I have a goblin laying next to me who's almost dead. So I'll look at three party members of mine. See, oh my God, we have to stop this. 
And this little thing needs to stop dying. I'll cast aid on all of us as little syringes shoot to each of you. <laughs> so you all gain five temporary hit points, which also gives you five hit points. Sick. Love to see it. So five and five. Sick. They will like, so you go over your maximum for five. But okay. Five, uh, five hit points. Cool. Since I have two weapon fighting, I'll bonus action punch the giant dude. Go for trying it. to back away. Uh -huh. I'll attack him. Ooh, it's a 15. Misses. It just swipes it out of the way as it's walking backwards. Fuck shit. Anything else? That is all I can do. All right, it instantly swings its giant mace at the uh, the centaur minotaur for a, yes. a, a 23 and will deal it a significant amount of damage. See that? Barely up, coming back. The lion that just went down, <laughs> just shaking there. Nothing happens. It is top of the round as I think another thing will go off in this crazy, stupid room. Uh, Let's go with this one right here. Um, Ra is again going to pull on a pulley from above him and kind of hang on it. Um, and it looks like around the walls of the room, um, like in the arena, like some nozzles shoot out from the sides, basically surrounding you and everyone. And everyone's gonna have to make a dexterity sa saving throw as a bunch of green fire shoots out. Crit 20, another 28. Nice. What's it done? 19. Uh, Matt won. I'm still prone straight roll or disadvantage? Oh, I guess if you're prone, it wouldn't hit you. If I'm prone, it wouldn't hit me? Right. I haven't stood up yet, but I am uh, awake. Fire shoots out in the cone, right? Sure, whatever you want, you're the DM. Yeah, cone it. So normal or disadvantage or what? I can't remember if prone you roll dex at disadvantage, do you? I can't remember. Your call? You can roll pretty fast on the ground. Yeah, you're a gobbo. <laughs> cool, so normal? Yeah, just do a roll. Straight roll? Just do a normal. Sure, straight roll. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a 14. All right, 15 is the save. Oh my god, uh, how many points do you have? Five, five and five, yeah. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> uh, I will... I will use my reaction, fucking hell, and uh, I'll use my flash of genius, and I will throw uh, basically a plate that blocks the green flame from so you get plus five to your to your save. Sick. <laughs> this mech suit is just launching shit out <laughs> left and right. Uh, Don't you have like a bunch of those like equal to your intelligence modifier? Oh yeah, I have a bunch of weird yeah, shit. Yeah, love that. Twenty-four damage if you fail. Ah. Twelve if you passed. <laughs> it didn't even so, fucking help. Yeah, so I still not got knocked out. <laughs> oh, well, okay, so 24. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not looking good, boys. Crumb, uh, it is your turn. That save. Critical 20. Jesus Christ. Start healing Stabilize. <laughs> get your full turn, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Grim, these guys won't stay down, will they? Brother. I think we need to send in some... Reinforcements. You want me to go get the big guy? Get him. Rot's gonna run off. Uh, okay, uh, the big guy. We I knew I should have killed that guy when he was over there pulling the levers. <laughs> yeah, um, Karam uh, now stands up from being prone and sets his uh, wrinkly hand on uh, Boomba's on your uh, mechanical suit and pumps a 23 uh, uh, HP into you. Ah, ah, thank you. <laughs> I'm fucking invincible. <laughs> and uh, that's it, pass. JJ Peppers. JJ, he sees those three archers still just popping shots together. Yes. Fucking enough of this. 
JJ will, you know, summon this big moat of psychic energy and explode it in a 20-foot radius sphere, send it on their point. If it can get any of the other two enemies, he would love to. Can't say. It is actually uh, an intelligence save. Oh, yes. Well, minus two. And death will all come to you again. 14, 17, 7. Uh, 17 is my save. 17? 17 is my save. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Hot rolls. Um, they take 34 psychic damage on a, on a failed and half as much on a success. All right. Uh, as I cast synaptic static. 34? 34. All right. Uh, you see the skeletons look super fucked up. They are almost dead. And um, they are, their consciousness is muddled for the next minute. Um, and whenever they make a attack roll, ability check, or constitution saving throw to maintain constitution, I roll a d6 against it. Nice. And subtracts it from them. All right. And they make a save at the end of each of their turns. Fucking dead. Dead needs to die. Dead needs to die. The, the thing that is almost dead right next to uh, our boy Levi and Crumb uh, just starts taking a gallop towards JJ Peppers. Would that thing have been leaving my zone? Like, could I have? Yeah, reacted? both of our zones. Could, could, could we have attacked opportunity? Before it leaves? Or if sure. it left the Bone Mace's turn, he has to take an attack against it because of enemies about. Oh, sure. Bone Mace will take an eleven attack and miss the uh, the Death Rider. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll use my reaction for that. Um, Twenty-one. That will hit Death Rider. Eighteen points of slashing. Yeah. Oh, cut it down. As yeah. It down yeah. Uh, oh God! Thank you, God! Oh my gosh! As it starts running, it just falls to the ground. Just, you cut its legs off. Just. Poof. Just slides a large pile of bones. Dust goes everywhere as Levi has your turn. Please stay down this time, please. All right. I, man, I am still covered in this gunk, but yeah, I need... save at the beginning. At the, at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is... That, that's, that's real good. This is also totally on me. Anyone in my aura should have been adding plus four to saving throws. Thank you for telling us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> haven't played a paladin ever before. So uh, that was pretty high. That was a total 27 then on that saving throw. All right. Uh, so half of 17 is... Uh, Damn. One half of 17. I mean, 8.5 or you round up to nine. Nine. Is this doing more? Like As you've gotten hit with more uh, arrows, yes. I should have... Should have been paying attention to that one. <laughs> oh man, this thing needs to die though. All right, wait. I'm sorry. So that was half a 17. So yeah, nine damage. Got it. Round up. Yeah, I would still like to uh, approach Bone Mace, Daddy. Okay. Go for um, Bone Daddy. And because I'm compelled into this duel with him, and I'm gonna uh, hit hit him with two attacks. First attack, uh, 21. The hits. Second attack, 24. Both hit. A uh, total of 34 points of slashing. Six. God damn. Slice into him hard. Anything else? That was action, action. Um, no, I'm maintaining concentration on compelled duel. All right. The archers dip more uh, arrows into the tar and take... Uh, each one takes a shot. Three shots. Uh, Boomba. Crumb. Boomba. Minus six, minus four, minus four to their rolls. So it's going to be 
Uh, minus six of the first one is going to be a uh, 14. Misses. Then minus four is going to be 16. Uh, I will uh, look at the top of my thing. Reaction, minus six to it. <laughs> so minus three to it. So uh, 13. Oh, that still hits. God, God. you're so <laughs> weak, bro. I hate him. <laughs> He's healed us for so much, and though. And then six, six, 16, Boomba. Uh, 16 misses. Oh, man. God damn it, you're the worst government I've ever seen. <laughs> First of all, there's no way that's true. Uh, there's no <laughs> way. Not, yeah, not eating poop or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, six damage on the first one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Takes you down. I was at one. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Boomba, is your turn. Uh, how many times? <laughs> Look, man, I have to, like, kill things. I can't be resurrected. <laughs> uh, now, if I say that to the... The now corpse friend of mine, or new friend of mine. I'll he just he keeps. <laughs> I'll cast shatter on the three archers. Kill them. Can't save for all of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Plus I, two. Minus six. Minus four. Minus three to their rolls. God, that's supposed it's to a seventeen to beat. Oh, they all lose. They all take fifteen damage. Thunder damage as they the sound explodes. Boombox pops open on my stomach area. Boombox shoots a, a wave of sound. A 1980s large boombox. The three archers go down, just fall. You hear the crowd. Hey, fuck you! And I'll walk up and bonus action attack the uh, the giant dude. Okay. There's two people to hit now. There's an 18. 18 uh, hits. All right. Not it. That is 12 damage. Alright. Now I'll expend one of my charges as I thunder attack it, so now it has disadvantage on its next attack. Alright, so I I have to hit either you or Levi. Yeah. Right now. Uh, so it's gonna be Levi. Uh, disadvantage on this attack. He has all disadvantage. So that's uh, mm-hmm. 12 to hit. Does not hit. Alright, and then another attack, Levi, for uh, 17. Does not hit. Alright. Levi again. <laughs> uh, 19. Uh, 19 does hit. I will send no attack on that last 19, though. There we Take go. No reaction. Oh, that's not good, though. That's only a uh, 14. Uh, 14 doesn't hit as it moves out of its waist, just smacking you in the chest with its mace for 11. Okay. I'm going to reaction uh, my gift of the gem dragon again. Um, nice. It's making a strength save. But I'm looking very hurt. Uh, fail. Fail? Alright, so it's taking uh, six points of force damage, and I am pushing it ten feet away. You push it ten feet away. It slides to the ground. It seems to go out incapacitated. As that happens, you just you feel the ground of the arena start to shake. You notice... Alright, you all did pretty well, but see if you can take the big guy. And then you see the what this figure sitting in the crowd under the purple canopy, you notice this, the skulls that are sitting around the four of them, they all sort of start to swarm together and you see green energy just It almost sounds like just a huge Oh fuck. And then you notice all the bones of all the fallen creatures start to swarm together and they just sort of, sort of start to put themselves back together. Foul play, foul play. And this is bullshit. This, this giant cat 
but it's and by cackling i mean like crackling energy of like a storm is inside of this giant monstrosity bone creature of every uh dead creature there is this happening over the course of six seconds yeah can i wipe the tar off yeah yeah you can start to wipe some tar off just like just like while i'm watching this like like machination of death start to you get you get one of your arrows off yeah all right um it also as it comes to formation it reaches down far into the ground and seems to pull out this giant piece of metal that kind of could work as a great sword um, but sort of a jagged, sharp, improvised version of a, a great sword that matches its height. It stands about thirty feet tall. Oh God! <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. He's taller than me. <laughs> um, and yeah, it is a essentially yeah again like a, a sort of unholy amalgamation of storm and bone and cloth and metal and not very much sinew. As this stands transformation is happening, JJ will be start playing a musical note. And- Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it just it swings one giant sword across the whole battlefield. Just one. Seventeen plus thirteen. Uh, Twenty. Oh my God, TJ. Thirty dam or thirty to hit all four of you. And thirty damage. Thirty damage. Yes. Just. JJ's oh, oh, 30 damage? Gravely. Yes. Yeah, 30 I'm damage out. or 30 to hit? 30 to hit and 30 damage. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm already prone uh, and I'm cold. Does it hit me? No. Okay. I'm out. I'm the only one that was dead. JJ's yeah. up too. It has you pinned kind of up against the wall as it knocked you two out, but it has you with that great sword and it's going to take its second attack with the great oh, sword no. and then just push further in on you for another... Uh, That's what, 11 plus 13? 24. It hits... Does that uh, hit I, you, Jesse? I could use shield, but fuck it. I, I think we're supposed to die here. <laughs> <laughs> you can fight it. You can. No, I will eat the damage. It just like, well, fuck. <laughs> cuts right into you. You hear the crowd yell in victory. As all of you start to go. Hey, they got pretty far. I, I can't believe it. We had to pull out the storm skeleton. They had some pep as everything starts to become just a drone nothing. wake up blurry-eyed in a dank, cold, shadowy chamber as your eyes sort of come to grim and rot, their cold, dead eyes sort of looking down at the tables. You are all on many tables as you look around. There's this high vaulted ceiling, stone walls illuminated by flickering green uh, lanterns that cast another green glow over everything. There's uh, strange instruments, instruments all over everything, alchemical apparatus, some of which seem to have been cobbled together from the remains of undead creatures, a mixture of science and flesh. Uh, you sit in the center, these stained blood and other unmentionable fluid sort of jars sitting around. Uh, as you look around, your battered bodies uh, just sort of sitting there. Your limbs seem to be different, held in place, parts of you put back together as uh, Grim look, looks and goes <laughs> well welcome to the heart of the damned yeah your souls are now a part of the mistress's power you'll serve her in undeath for all eternity or until your bodies are turned into nothing <laughs> but you did well in the fight uh, flesh bags are not uh, your ex-vats now and uh, well 
Yeah, you win this uh, rot. Here, take this uh, head. But you all, we can give you shrunken heads as well. Yes, ten each. And they all give you ten shrunken heads. Hey, Ro, it looks it's pretty good fun to gamble again, huh? You just won. Feels pretty good, right? Oh, oh, oh shucks. The wife isn't going to be too happy with me. Yeah, good thing I won, though. And Rot goes, runs over the like uh, one of the walls, and you see him putzing around with all these uh, things, trying to look for something. As uh, <laughs> I want to show you guys something. You're really going to like this. And then Grim pulls out these little vials and goes, You're going to need this. You're going to get hungry. That's what comes first. And he gives each of you a vial of, like, blood. And Rot pulls out uh, on wheels kind of like an old-fashioned, fancy, Victorian, gaudy, gold-tinged mirror, you know, around the sides of it, and kind of wheels it over in front of you all. Uh, And what you notice is that your limbs feel a little bit different. The breeze in the room feels a little bit different. You stink like shit. Um, And... I don't know how else to say this other than you all are going to have to describe what a zombified version of your character looks like as you all have been turned undead. Uh, And Grim goes, you've been asleep for three days. And by sleep, I mean dead. It's a new experience. Hey, what the fuck is this? So this large mirror sort of squeaks, old as can be, hasn't been oiled, and you all see yourselves face to face with your new undead returned forms. What do you all, what do you look like? We'll start with JJ. Um, JJ looks as he did in life, minus the skin tone, the flesh that's intact, and the uh, overall healthiness. His skin is scabbed and sagging in his face, and there's a large cleave across his chest where the final blow was dealt. Mm -hmm. His black, normally purple, but now black in this setting, robes are still flowing, and underneath his shirts are see-through, and you can see bones and bones and bones, and his uh, skin and his face is sunken and sallow, and the instruments that he plays have now just been all uh, replaced with bone fragments, a lute that is made of a hollow bone, mm-hmm. things like that nature, of course, of course. And um, he still has his warm, gentle smile about him. Of course, and then as you do that, uh, Grim's like, Don't worry, uh, you won't tire anymore of your pain. Uh. Well, no one could ever confidently say that they would still be living tomorrow, so death is more than a turning us over from time to eternity. Boomba. Uh, yeah, from where the sword impacted, you see the armor kind of like smash into his body and now fused with it with like kind of exposure to his lower bones and his rib cage and everything. There's pieces of wood jammed into most of his body. Um, otherwise, he, his eyes look just sallow. There's no life in him anymore. Uh, he's a pale, more pale green. His hair is now pure white and standing on end instead of red. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he looks like he's just kind of man and machine at this point, or goblin, goblin man and machine. Grim is like, hey, don't worry. Uh, you can sort of uh, be more stealthy now, at least during the day, until you take a little break for a while as we look at what Crumb looks like now. Yeah, Crumb. Uh his one saggy uh, kind of old man skin has uh, almost completely come off and he's literally just a skeleton now with just a little <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and instead of uh, the two big uh, white eyes one of them has popped or fallen out and it's just a hole and then he just kind of leans uh, leans on the staff still that he has the, the femur bone which is ironic <laughs> <laughs> and Grim is like uh, 
that thing you were doing in the uh, arena, that uh, magic for giving yourself uh, more vitality and your blood flowed better, that now hurts you. Yeah, you want to watch out for that. Maybe keep that to yourself or don't. Ah, I spent my entire life studying the old one to learn those things. Useless now. Do it. Kill your ass. Oh, great. It'd be a riot. And Levi. Uh, yeah, like, like Levi, uh, definitely still had, like, his skin still intact on his face, but just completely stretched and pulled, like, like pulled mm-hmm. inward, like, almost, like, tightly. Um, one of his eyes, uh, like, like, one looks to be, like, made of glass, completely shattered now. The other looks to be just completely burning, um, with, like, an orange fire, the same as the orange plume that was the only piece of fire on his cap, but now I like to think, like, the enormous black brimmed cap is mostly, like, smoldering and, and ash and fire, just, uh, like, every now and then piecing apart. I like that. Um, his, like, metal arm now fused, like, or, like, mirroring the bone arm on his side. Um, and then, yeah, like, all of his clothes, not just, like, a tattery and, and rip, like, ripped apart, uh, but smoldering as if, like, like, they're slowly being burnt perpetually. Sick. And a bit of your clothes are held to your skin now, too. Yeah. To hold it up. Uh, but they sort of look at you and go, well, uh, I guess the city's yours to roam. Uh, what's that place the X-Vats go to? Do you, uh, you remember what it's called, Rot? The uh, Bone something. The Boneyard. Ah, yeah, that's where a lot of the new ones that become uh, X-Vats go to, but uh, do what uh, you like. What's an X-Vat? An X-Vat. You know, when somebody moves from one place to another, but they're kind of a sort of a patriot, but they're an ex-patriot, but here we call you X-Vat, ex-living sort of thing. X-Vita, but... Uh, X-Vat's you- a little catchier. What exactly is uh, this uh, bone Boneyard's? It's like a bar for the undead. You named a bar down here, Boneyards. We didn't name it. X-Vats named it. That's unfucking believable Hey, don't worry. It's your city now. The black city is yours. And in more ways than one, you guys really stirred up a, kind of a, a big, I don't know, fervor really around the city. They kind of took a liking to you. Uh, lots of undead talked about you. It's been uh, years, I think. What is it? Centuries since we brought in the storm skeleton. I call him the big guy. That's, uh, that's wonderful. Thank you for the kind words. Um, and Levi, Crumb, I'm sorry. Uh, it turns out the mission, we failed, and now we're dead, and this oh. is our new life. Uh, oh, this, I was, this... I was wrong. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought that, I, I thought this was different, but right. it turns out we failed, and now we're dead, and now we're here. So the mission was to beat Storm? Well, the mission was to get the heart of the damned. Well, hold on now. And we got there, technically. You never here. told me that. Well, like I said, always some sort of heart was was the thing. The theme through these missions was some sort of heart. Now the heart of the damned? Yeah, yeah. Well, technically speaking, your souls are in the heart of the damned over there. He's going to point out the window. Everyone that dies, their heart, their soul goes up there. Can you visit? Is it like visiting hours? <laughs> <laughs> Not without an appointment or something like that. Then, well, could we make an appointment, yes, please? Could we schedule you, one, please. That line's gonna take forever. You're not even. <laughs> you're not even fully undead yet. Oh, Crumb Levi, never mind. We're still on mission. We yeah, wait, how do you mean we're not fully undead? Right I mean, now. you're undead, but uh, there's the a difference. hunger will kick in soon. More oh, you'll know. Will, you'll you're you'll gonna know. start going more and more. You'll feel it. Yeah, once you get the voice in your head, that's when it's bad. Well, a dying man needs to die just like a sleepy man needs to sleep. What does your voice sound like? Uh, 
I mean, you will hear a voice. Everyone hears the voice. Oh, everyone inside. hears the voice. It is of a glorious queen. I was hoping for my own voice. What would happen if we were to? Never mind. Never mind. I'll ask you later. I'll ask you later. Listen, we've been undead for a long time. We're pretty good at this. Yeah, you should probably ask questions to like newly undeads. Should I call you guys still alive if you like need all this blood and shit to survive? No, no, no. We we're not alive. We're, we're, well, we're you know, undead. You know what I get. You, you know what I'm getting at. We have access to satiate the hunger. And how do we get that access? How do you we work got, here? Can we get got, a job here or something? You've got your heads. Are you interested in working at the Boneyards? You know what? I don't really know. Uh, I'm not sure if no. I die here, I go back to the No, next, so. we were <laughs> worked at a restaurant one mission. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. The worst we've ever done. Way worse work. than this. Okay. Um, they wouldn't make the orders. Tell you what, they let's get, let's get out of Let's get out of rot, Grim. Let's get out of their hair. Or their... Yeah, you still got some hair. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's, He's got five pieces up there. Let's head to the boneyard and let's figure out what our new lives are going to look like. Yeah, I think you're right. Yes. JJ will start talking nonsense. Well, it's it's curious. The death of the physical body, the empirical body, the spiritual death. I'm curious where we are in some sort of, you know, nebulous The dark night of the soul. It's something like that, of course, of course. And... Is this, is this the belly of the beast? Have we like was that just one of the many right? Trials? And the, you know, even the external definitions of who and what we are. You know, what is death? Well, are we walking now? Or are we walking away? You you leave. Yeah, walking, uh, talking. Yeah. yeah, walking and talking. This uh, chamber. Enjoy the city. Enjoy. Thank you, Rod. Thank you, Grim. You guys have been lovely, actually. Thank you. Uh, and you start walking out. You see the tall gothic spires. You see the twists, the hanging sort of cordage skin and black iron iron uh sort of just gating everywhere but you notice these uh as you walk through you, you see undead of all shapes and sizes undead rats undead everything mindless zombies walking around to more intelligent undead uh and even like maybe even lords of undead just commanding like several zombies behind them doing work and carrying things you see uh the lanterns with the everywhere the green glow and some are even floating through the streets but uh there's a sickly cold but doesn't really affect you too much and this lack of light you all have dark vision now as well as being uh this returned creature but every now and then you see a cage of some sickly malnourished prisoner and you see someone sort of sticking to the cutting just eating like a piece of like raw beef jerky uh you even come across someone that has a little food uh, set up, and there's just this huge uh, table in front, and rows and rows. What are they, Joel? Well, uh, it's you're in like a little more of a bizarre kind of area where people are just kind of selling on different stands as you're sort of walking around this city. Uh, and uh, this man, he's selling um, uh, different butts. Um, Different sizes, big oh, ones, tiny ones. From different, different species. Kinds of ass. And he has a sign that says uh, exotic meats. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't think any of that is worth the skulls I have in my pocket. I don't want any of the ass. So, do you think if we smash that thing, the souls will come back in our body? That's what I've been trying to figure out, yeah. right? Like, JJ's asking all these existential <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really concerned with any of that stuff. I still think we stand a chance at finishing this mission. Yeah, we gotta get up there. Well, take it easy. If you fall, I think you'll explode into a million pieces. You did have to <laughs> deal with that quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, Crumb, that was, uh, that was 
You are really good at healing. Very good at healing. Uh, is there a stall that, that happens to have any, like, like tanned pieces of flesh, tanned skins? Hand? Tanned. Like, like you can, like, tan leathers. You oh, can, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah? There's, there's people offering all sorts of flesh things. You even walk through and... There's a lot that. of flesh. Right, yeah. There's a so, lot of so people if eating I, flesh. if I just, like, drop in here, how many, how many decapitated heads? How many, uh, shrunken heads for, for a piece of flesh? Uh, For a piece of flesh about like goblin halfling sized. Oh, a pretty big piece of flesh. Yeah. Uh, yeah and I'm, I'm okay if it's like sewn together. The guy looks and he's, what sort of cut would you like? A, a large one, a tiny one? Uh, I, I look over at Crumb. Eh. One that's going to fit my friend over here. Uh, Crumb puts his arm up, arms up in the air and then spins around slowly. You got, the, uh, are you making him dance for the, the skin? Uh, yeah, absolutely we are. So, uh, Crumb, Crumb, show him what you got. Kind of does the like slow old man turn around. Jesus Christ! Oh, no. Pumping his arm. Foreheads? Foreheads? Uh, you can't give the man a, a little bit more. It's it's literally just his first day down here. <laughs> Five heads. Wait, that that went up. You're fresher, easier, easier to stay uh, yourself. <laughs> All right, five heads. You owe me a head. You, you get a large piece of halfling skin. Just He goes up to a cage. It's halfling And there's skin. a halfling inside. And he, just the back comes off. JJ's jaw <laughs> drops. Oh, my God. I'm going to start wrapping crumb with it as soon as I get it. You guys it just got real for me. Everyone looks around. Well, why aren't you eating it? Well, I can work with this, too. And I'll have, like, a little he tape, needs some, yeah, tape get your out. Get your tools out here. He needs some leather armor. As you all are sitting there uh, with this huge piece of meat that you just paid for, uh, a very, very, like, decrepit, falling apart tiefling zombie starts to come up, and he's like, wait, I could use a bite of that. Please spare nah, it. This, this one's in use. Please. And as you say, this one's in use, his eyes kind of roll back to his head. That little colorful wisp goes out of his head, and he just kind of becomes a full-blown zombie and starts marching towards the ziggurat. No. All right. Yeah, hurry Put up, this on. Thing. Put it on. Let's get you some leather armor. Fix you up. Great. I'll start fashioning as being an armor. I will start fashioning him some leather armor out of the skin. I um, will help in whatever way I need <laughs> to. <laughs> I figure this will take some time. JJ yeah. will go to see if the halfling is still alive that just got his skin yes. peeled off. Yes. He'll have a conversation. <laughs> as they're fixing the armor, he'll just talk to him. How did you find yourself down here, little one? No fire, but I was too tiny and fat. They paid good heads for me. And you notice his arms have like pieces of skin that have been pulled off, and like he has like weird worms on some parts. And he's like, they sometimes regrow my skin. Oh my gosh, is it eternal torment for you? What? Oh my gosh, I'll die one day. Death comes soon for those who <laughs> I hope soon. Oh, gosh. Uh, and you walk around. There's a little park that you can go to, and in the middle of this park, there's, uh, like, you notice this river of blood that seems to be old and, like, gross blood. You notice several creatures that seem to be very decayed. The skin is coming off. They're, like, ugh, they're bending into this river. Little pieces of flesh and whatever they get, just eating it. I'm so hungry, I can't stop it from coming. And you notice they're like eating these little bits of flesh to, it seems like this is the worst flesh of the flesh, the almost sewage of flesh that they are holding themselves together for. This neighborhood's really gone to shit. 
And there's also a huge tower made entirely of bones and corpses right in the middle of this little town square of the undead. Uh, you can fashion your leather armor in this square and see like creatures coming up, like dragging themselves. Like, I'm going to turn. I got to get some. And they're just sitting there just eating out of the, the bloody river. What bits of flesh they can grab. This is just awful. I mean, this is like really just awful. Is this so, like, is there like laws here? Is this like a organized side? I'm not quite sure what to make of it. I don't know. Carmen and Levi, we we did a restaurant one once. We had one where we were pirates in 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 the sandy land. We we were we were like there was lots of guns and bullets. Ones. This is definitely the harshest setting, though. Everyone's dead here, yeah. um, including us. Yeah. Hey, Boomba, can you uh, find us or fashion us a cart of some sorts? I probably can. Yeah. I'd have to imagine I can. Even if we gotta pay a few shrunken heads for it. Yeah, I mean we've got what ten a piece. Yeah, well I'm so we done got to five. over thirty-five to thirty-five total. Um, ah, here you go. Thanks. I'm up to six, or I'm I'm, I'm only taking one from you. Well, uh, how many you paid for my thing? I right? paid I paid five, but no, no, I he, care about you. He's gonna try to give you all five. All right, I'll take them. Ah, I've, thanks. This looks really good, Mister Boomba. It looks fucking terrifying. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very tight on your bones, but it is leather armor for all intents and purposes. No, oh, yeah. it fits just right. It did, doesn't fit just right. Did well, you? It's I used pulled to across you. I used to wear halfling skin as a part of me, and you're wearing halfling skin as a part of your attire. You know, it's difficult. So appreciate it while you got it. <laughs> I do. And you feel no pain, so even Boomba like, almost has to staple or use little uh, Just hammering nails into his, yeah, yes. his bone. And Boomba got the mouth a little bit wrong, where it's a little bit too far to the left, so only part of it moves. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Um, so, uh, treat it like I'm wearing armor now? <laughs> they made leather armor for leather sure. armor. That was the goal. Yeah, yeah. sure. Twelve plus dex. In their circuitous way, they made leather armor uh-huh. for. Him. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, what's your dex? Yeah, you, you spent a lot of your shrunken uh, heads. Better now. I'm at fifteen so, uh, now. That's what's up. That's better than twelve. Oh yeah. <laughs> what did it go up to? Fifteen. Oh my god! Thank God. <laughs> awesome. Do you keep walking around looking for the boneyard? Um, right. They wanted to grab a cart yeah, first. Oh, yeah. If we could barter kind? for a cart before yeah. we get to the boneyard. Oh, yeah. You you walk up to a guy that looks exactly like the Crypt Keeper. Oh, God. <laughs> um, excuse me, sir. We would like to buy this card from you. We have shrunken skulls and skills to barter. Well, sure thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much would it cost? No, you want my cart here, you said? I do. It'll be, let's see, six shrunken heads. No, 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 that's too many. We can do three. Hmm. Consider, about, consider it a rental. We'll, we'll bring it back with three. Oh, you're right. We would buy it for three, but we'll rent it for two. How about six shrunken heads and you give me some of your skin? Um, we could do that, but I do warn you, we're new here and we wouldn't mind obliterating you into the abyss of nothingness. It would actually be pretty easy. Yeah. Hmm... I'll give, we'll give you two to rent it. It's fair. We promise. We'll give it back. I'm gonna bamf out my dark blade, just just staring at him. Yeah, I mean, we're all already dead here. You realize that, right? Like you're gonna really send me to the abyss. Yeah, we, we don't know how the we don't know how it works. To be honest, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was. Oh, you guys are the ones from the arena. It oh, was yeah. a bit of an empty bluff, if I tell you the truth. Yeah, well, I'll tell you right now, killing anybody won't get you anywhere at all, really. That's the arena, boys. What Look was at that? that? Who is that? 
you see just the, a tiny, it's like a, a proportionate man that's mostly undead and completely naked. He's six uh, inches tall. About Yeah, about six inches tall. Go, I saw them in the fight. I saw them in the arena. Uh, Crumb, he looks like the guy who ran across the, or he looks like the same like type of guy who ran mm, across this little red. red. Mm-hmm. How'd you see us? Did you have to stand up on your friend? I was, I was on top of another creature. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought we had him for a second until that big guy came out. Oh, the big guy. I've never seen the pink guy before. I heard the big guy came out. That's gotta be worth a discount. How about, okay, not six. We won't treat you for two, but meet us in the middle for four. We can meet him in the middle for four, right, Gary? Yeah. What about three and they give us some skin? Three and skin? Can you take some from me? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right, then two and some skin. He pulls out, like, a nice filleting knife and walks up and just put your arm out and then just he, cl- he climbs up your pant out. leg goes onto your arm and then just walks across dragging it and pick, pulls off like a like a six inch strip does it feel good inch. you can't feel no pain at all I didn't ask you if I felt pain oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it feels like pulling off a a sunburn like you barely What's feel nice? it oh yeah and then he has have you ever pulled off wallpaper before yeah there you well, go yeah. Yeah. And he has uh, two skulls. Thank you. Three. Uh, somebody else can cover the third one. No, it's all right. You got enough skin. That's like six inches. That's at least worth one. Three. The deal was three. I, I actually definitely heard him. The deal was two. Three. Uh, we're taking the cart anyway. If you have a problem with it, I'll just beat the shit out of you. How about that? Crumb, get in the cart. Yeah. Okay. I want to cast Summon Steed or Find Steed. Oh, sick. Um, and I'm imagining that here in this place, the steed would come down as a skeletal warhorse. Um, the little creature goes up to the crypt keeper and goes, We'll get them. We'll get them. Don't worry. We'll catch them. Yep, they're uh, disobeying the queen. I could probably about eat this. you in one bite. You got a lot of skin on you, you know that. I just jump out of your stomach, idiot. JJ will look at Boomba's stomach because it's just open. <laughs> just, there's no, no skin. Boomba has the skin strapped across it, but who knows what happens once you eat something. Oh, here it comes now. And the light shining from the top of the ziggurat is kind of shining over this area. JJ gives a third skull. Fine, fine, fine. Fair deal, fair deal. I wanted to go in his stomach. <laughs> hey, you guys were going to the boneyard? Oh, the x spot. Yeah, just down this street. Make a right. What's it known for? x Freshies. You you all look like freshies. I can smell it. Yeah, fresh You, you know we just got here. You watched this fight. I know. I can smell it. I like it. Okay, okay. What are you? He's a tiny little man. We'll let you hang out with us for uh, three shrunken heads. Oh, we can't be seen with you freshies. We're too, we're too green, or too black or white. What, what's it? We're too new. Yeah, you're too fresh. We got work to do. <sighs> it's a living, okay? <clears throat> have you ever been near that ziggurat over there? Or does nobody <laughs> go over there? <laughs> Never. We don't have an appointment. No appointments. Can't get in there without an appointment. It seems like it's a lot of clerical work over here. This is strange. Very bureaucratic, surprisingly. Yeah, everything's really bureaucratic, save for the eating flesh from the shit river. It's kind of a free-for-all over there. Hey, don't they make a, a, a turn at Yuck Yuck Land? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you need to get your clothes washed, you can go to Yuck Yuck Land. 
Finish your clothes washed. I'm mm. sorry, clothes? Like, yes. Really? Washing your clothes? Yeah, wash a bit of the, the like, uh. Piss, you know, vomit. And the weird oozes that your body leaks as you die more. That's right. We are slowly decaying. JJ will cast minor illusion and make both of these people look like us in terms of ex-vats. Look as fresh as us. Well, we'll see you later, guys. Bye. You have a great hour. What's the name of your store again? Um, Not really a store. I'm just a guy. You just kind of bought my cart. Harry's cart. <laughs> Levi, do you need help attaching this big steel? Oh, I've already done it. Oh, okay. As you guys were having that conversation. Let's go to the boneyard. See uh, what it has in store. Because you're small creatures, I, I think I can fit myself and two of you on it, and then at least one in the cart. You get on this cart, your steed <coughs> leads you down the tiny street. Certain un- undead walk around. Some, the mindless zombies, just walk into your horse and like walk into the cart and just start bumping up into it. And It'd be remiss for us to not describe um, how many black spikes are on the cart. Uh, a yeah, there's a lot of them. But uh, you get to the corner and you see uh, Yuck Yuck Land, which has a, a bunch of, it, it's hardly a store or a storefront. It's just several different barrels of filled with what you can smell is puke and pee. And you see people just like dunking clothes in it and just like trying to make them smell better than they do the undying, rotting flesh. But there are no un- employees working there. It's just kind of, you know, use it your own uh, mm-hmm. need. I think it would be best for us if we just started suspending uh, whatever it is, our pre-expectations of this place. <laughs> and I, I we thought, just go about it. I thought you already did that. It, well, to be honest. Like two or three times over. But then there was this little man who cut six inches of skin off my forearm and shocked me back into coherence. Okay. But yeah, maybe we'll just go into a bar, go into a tavern. We'll see what happens. Okay, but we're we're still looking for this heart. We're looking for this. We need the heart. All right, and the heart currently has our souls. A heart of damned. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's mission. We're still on mission. Well, yeah. that we all. How can we get an appointment? I don't know. There's probably some grand assistant. We can't be the first ones, the first expats, the first freshies asking them for an appointment. I assume we'll have to go through a series of grueling tasks to prove ourselves as not the new fish in the barrel. What if we just picked a fight here? I was thinking about that, but nobody fears pain or death. I don't know if the normal ways will help us. <laughs> what if we threw people in that weird river? What would happen to them? Then they would probably get turned into grime and shit that other X-Facts would eat because that's not off limits. Oh, so potentially we get rid of people that way. We're just chucking them in the river. Hey, the way I see it, we may have spent some shrunken heads, but we have some currency. We can wheel and deal with our wit and our currency at the Boneyard. We could also be entertainers. We one oh my gosh, he said it. Of course, we could be entertainers. Let's go to the Boneyard with our cot and this beautiful steed that you have summoned. <laughs> <laughs>